You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in and what's going on, everybody. You know who you are listening to, John, some sports guy Hickman, along with my co-host. Cody Davis, and happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can also find this on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. And as always, we have a jam-packed show for you guys today. We're going to talk about the Will Fuller injury, and we're also going to talk about the big trade that happened on yesterday. John, you want to give them a little update on what happened? Yeah, so, you know, guys, um, of course we know the Texans were... Dyer needed depth at cornerback. And what we've learned from GM O'Brien so far <laughs> is he's going to do what the hell he wants to do. And he doesn't care about credit, skeptics, or anything about it. And I'm saying that to say the Houston Texans did trade their third round 2020 draft pick to Oakland for Garyon Conley, cornerback Garyon Conley. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, this is his third year in the league. And there has been some critics, of course. That's going to come with making trades, willing and dealing. Of course, trade deadline is coming up next week. So um, maybe people felt you could have waited to see what was more on the board for quality at that third-round pick. Or maybe the guy that we picked. Look, Because Conley, we're seeing our guys go out. Conley is a guy that has had injury issues his career in the NFL. So maybe you thought that third-round pick was what you gave up to get back wasn't good enough. But I, I I have to think to myself, well, we have been wrong about a Bill O'Brien move once before. And what he's been able to do, bringing in Tunsil, thankfully getting Kenny Stills in that trade because we're going to talk about the Will Fuller injury. Look how this helped us out. Give it a chance. I'm indifferent about it, but give it a chance. Yes, most definitely. We are going to break down the whole entire trade, give you our thoughts on it. And as John say, give it a chance. And I believe you guys should give Roman a chance. Folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer lasting sex. Get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. NFL. If you want to change up your sex life, please do not forget to use Roman. And just like Bill O'Brien, please just go out all willy nilly and just say what the hell with it. <laughs> shoot for the stars, right? Especially shoot for the stars, man. Roman and last and sex, you want to shoot? <laughs> yeah, for the shoot. stars. But yeah, I, I think I'm very indifferent about this move. Um, you know, Cody, we've talked about it pre-game. Are we doing our notes? And I know a lot of fans are of the team as well. Mm -hmm. Why am I indifferent? Well, this is a guy that we're bringing him in because of injury at our position. He's also a guy that has injury as well at that position. You know, he has an injury history as well. But so that's like the the bad part about it. But the good part on the other side is, well, he has potential. This guy has some potential. Uh, When you look at what he has been able to do in this league. He's held Tyreek Hill 
Uh, the week a week thirteen game last year held Tyreek Hill to one catch, thirteen yards. The next week held Antonio Brown to five catches, only thirty five yards. Now he's had those injuries. Uh, he's missed fourteen games since his rookie year, but he has potential to be big. And I think if we use him in man to man cover, that is where we'll be able to really exploit his his strengths. And John, I agree with you. I am kind of indifferent about this trade. This is not a trade that I would say, oh my God, it's going to get us to a Super Bowl, nor is it a trade where I say, Bill O'Brien, what the hell are you doing? Now, you and I, and I'm pretty sure the listeners and all of Texans Nation, it's kind of frustrating that we had to give up a third round pick. But John, as I alluded to last week, I had a feeling Bill O'Brien was going to trade that third-round pick in order to get a cornerback. And I only say that only due to the fact you hit it right on the spot. The Texans need bodies right now. They need bodies. And and you are already without Bradley Roby. Jonathan Joseph, he's still not looking 100%. Um, you lost Tayshawn Gibson. You lost Phillip Gaines. Like, as of right now, you do not know how long these players are going to be out. And you do not want to play the Raiders, Jaguars, nor the Ravens with Lonnie Johnson Jr., and Xavier Crawford as your starting corners. Now, here's another flip side to this trade. Nine times out of ten, this is going to be Jonathan Joseph last year. Should be. This trade sets the Texans up for the future. You, you, you take Potentially. Them, and that's, it's very potentially you're right. And, and you take a look at everything that Garyon has been able to do. This is a guy who was a first-round draft pick. So... If everything lines up correctly for the Texans, you basically flip a third-round pick for a first-round pick. And and I think that's a win in their situation. Not only that, he's only 24 years old, so he's young. And he can give you so much help that the Houston Texans, even if it wasn't for all the injuries, they still might need in order to get to that next step of at least trying to make the AFC championship game. This is a win-now move. And if I had to give it a grade, I will slightly give it a C plus only because it hurt knowing that we do not have that third round pick. Funny tweet that I saw. I think I want to share it to everybody, which makes me laugh. Everybody knows that in order to really build your team and organization throughout the course of years, you have to build in the draft along with free agency. But the Texans did a little bit more in free agency with trades. And this is their 2020 draft so far. First round, Laramie Tunsil. Second round, Kenny Steels. Third round, Duke Johnson. Third round, now Garyon Conley. Those guys are all in Houston jerseys right now and been in the league for a while. They're not new draftees or rookies. That's the but only thing. Like, the Texans really didn't trade it away their future. They trade away. They, they have a lot riding on the next two years. They have a lot riding on the next two years. And I... I that's why I can't be upset because Bill O'Brien shut everybody up before. Mm-hmm. Look what I did. Oh, why would you trade? Why would you? Now, we have talks of Laramie Tunsil being the best left tackle in the league right now. And the conversation is strong because since he's gotten here, there's been two games back-to-back with zero sacks. We've held one of the best pass rushing duos in the league to two sacks. And that was on our quarterback. It wasn't the offensive line. So I give Bill O'Brien his credit. And this is a guy, Conley, in Oakland. His time there, he did miss some games. But 
2018, out of 59 targets, he only allowed 36. Three interceptions, allowed four touchdowns, a total of 536 yards so far this season out of 23 targets, 15 completions, one interception, three touchdowns, 11 yards per catch. Uh, So he's had some struggles, but he's had some good days. I think we have to just wait and see. Like, this trade is like purgatory. Am I going to go to heaven? Am I going to go to hell? What am I going to do? What's my next move? Am I hot or not? So this is going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see what Bill O'Brien um, saw in coming to keep moving. And, and I can't wait to talk about this injury. It's full of tr- it's full of injury. And you talk about um, this is a guy who had both good and bad days. I mean, he actually had one of the best days of his career a couple weeks ago. Week 5 when the Oakland Raiders beat the Chicago Bears 24-21. He had the game-winning interception that sealed the deal for the Raiders. So this is a guy who can not only be a good factor for the Texans moving forward, this is a guy who can actually step up and make those defensive stops. And who's to say, if Bill O'Brien do not make this move at least before the start of the season, at least two of these games that the Texans lost might not have happened, especially against that game against the New Orleans Saints. You get a cornerback six-foot, Ran a 4-4 coming out of college, a first-round draft pick a couple years ago. Hasn't had a terrible career in the NFL so far. You see what he can do. Simple as that. So, John, I gave you my grade of this trade. I would like to hear from you. Because I think it's very ballsy on Bill O'Brien's part. And like I said, Bill is a guy that he does not care about criticism. We're going to criticize him all day. He doesn't care. I'm going to give him a B. Mm. I think this was a, a B for Ballsy. <laughs> because I want to see what you see to give up that third-round pick, that crucial third-round pick. The Texans still have a second round, but they don't have a first-round pick for the next couple of years. I want to see what you see in this guy. And I think everybody is anticipating that you're seeing something that we need at that position because clearly the injury bug is going around. Hamstrings everywhere, including Will Fuller. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, today is Tuesday, which means the World Series opened up today. So please, if you haven't done it yet, be sure to check out Locked On Astros with host Eric Heisman. He has everything you need to get ready for the World Series as we root for our home. Houston Astros for another World Series. Also, today, we are one week away before the NFL trade deadline. Of course, we just finished talking about it. The Houston Texans made their first move by trading for a cornerback. And, John, I don't know about you, but I do not believe that this is going to be the last deal that Bill O'Brien and the Texans make before next Tuesday. I want to see. Uh, I don't think you can risk trading another draft pick. So that leaves room for players. but. The way the Texans and this injury bug has been going around, I don't think you can afford to trade any players. Uh, by the way, funny thing about Bill O'Brien, um, they, in a presser, of course, he was asked about the officiating, and he said he won't speak on the referees because of the uh, terrible officiating job they did <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, he said he didn't want to get fined. Well, I agree. Yeah. I want you don't want to lose about fifty thousand out of your bank account, but um, back to it. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm interested to see. Bill O'Brien has really 
he's really done his thing so far as head GM outside of the other four to five guys on this. But um, what I do want to talk about is just so much going on with the Texans. After one week, we went on a two-week high of just <laughs> riding the wave, and now all of a sudden we have issues and what's going on. But I do want to get to Will Fuller. They did announce yesterday at the presser that Will Fuller will miss several weeks due to a hamstring injury. Uh, and I don't know, is it the workouts, the workload, or is it not enough? I'm not sure what it is. Is it not the nutrition? But another hamstring. Um, But not only just another hamstring for this team currently, another injury for Will Fuller. Yesterday we talked about trade possibilities and everything that came with that. And I, I, I'm i not sure where are we now left with Will Fuller and moving forward. It's tough. It's tough. It really is. I mean. I'm sorry. This is a guy who every year of him being in the league, flash, flash, injury. And you feel for a guy like that because in his young career, he hasn't created any issues. He hasn't created any negativity, uh, negative uh, PR, nothing. He's just a guy that, you know, tries to come play football. And now another injury, several weeks in a crucial time in this schedule. Thank God for Kenny Stills. I'm just, I'm not sure where we go now. Once again, it's tough. You know, I mean, Will Fuller, you, you, when he's healthy, you look at a situation where the Texans already have the best, arguably the best receiver in the game in DeAndre Hopkins. And then you can say when you when healthy, when you, you bring in Will Fuller, you can have one of, if not the best, wide receiver tandems in the game. But we have yet to see that at full force because Will Fuller is always injured. Will Fuller has been in the league since 2016 and has only played a total of 39 career games. You brought it up yesterday, should the Houston Texans trade him. After the news yesterday, and I hate to say this, I would want to agree with you, but at this point, who's going to risk it? What team out there in their right mind is going to risk it? And earlier... I think they'll be able to get something back. But who wants to give up anything for a guy that cannot play a full season? And of course, we're, and, and we're definitely wishing not, him a, sp- a speedy recovery. Yeah, without a doubt, we 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 are wishing Will Fuller a speedy recovery. But at the end of the day, we're not talking about you know you you played what eight straight games. Let's say you just had a, a sore knee, and you just missed one game. No, Will Fuller has been out so long to the point sometimes you forget he's on the team. And I'm not trying to you know make a light of the situation. It's just the truth. But this brings me back to what we just finished talking about in the last segment. Like it or not, Bill O'Brien has done a a pretty good job playing coach slash GM because he was the one that went out and got Kenny Stills. Yes. Now I'm interested to see, now that we have Kenny Stills, with Will Fuller being out, I do not believe that the Houston Texans are going to fall as low as they did similar to last year when he went out against Week 8. Because when he went out against that game against the Dolphins, you saw there was a different dynamic with this team. 
Yes. More, 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 more secondaries was able to double Hopkins, and you you saw that that offense lost some firepower. Now you saw it, you saw it on Sunday, despite the loss. Kenny Seals went on and had over hundred yards on alone, four along with Hopkins. So I'm interested to see. Not only do where the Texans go forward with with Fuller, but but how much better are the Texans without Fuller? Ah, yeah, the Texans, uh, they are dealing with just injury issues everywhere across the board. Um, and not only just injury issues, special team issues as well. There may be a new guy in town to replace one of our guys. You definitely want to make sure you stick around for that. Locked on Texans podcast. Interested to see how the rest of the week will go uh, here off 16 and Kirby. It, You know, let's not freak out it was one game after we saw what our team can do now i know there is a lot of cause for concerns especially with the injuries but let's just not kind of freak out right now let's kind of chill but uh special teams has been an issue and the houston Texans worked out eli rogers after deandre carter's punt return issues uh, the last couple weeks you can really say for the entire season he showed promise in preseason. This season, so far, he hasn't been that good. And the last couple of weeks has been terrible. I talked about it a little bit, how the 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 inside the four punt yesterday on yesterday's show from Sunday. You have to feel that. You cannot let that ball bounce all the way down to the four-yard line. And so the Texans, they did something about it. They was not confident in him anymore. They brought in Eli Rogers. Eli Rogers since 2016 has 822 yards and four touchdowns, so he can play receiver. That's a position where we need more depth at as well. One year in 2016, his first year in the league, he had 594 yards in 30 games, 15 starts. So he's been in Pittsburgh in that system. He's been able to catch some balls from Ben Roethlisberger. Two years of returning, 191 yards returning. 2017 was his best year. Returning punts at 146 yards, 7.7 yards per return. So it looks to me, going forward, there's no more confidence in Carter right now um, returning punts. So we'll see how that position plays out moving forward. I think a move needs to be made. And, of course, I am John, some sports guy, Hickman. Follow me on Twitter. I talk about everything on Twitter. sports. Music, sometimes I argue, sometimes I troll. Just follow me on Twitter, at some sports guy with two Y's, and along with Locked On Texans Twitter page, Locked On Texans as well. I can't do this show without my man across from me. Cody Davis, please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Um, I don't do all those shenanigans on Twitter like my co-host. Um, I yeah, try to, very plain. I, I try to, I'm not playing. I just try to keep it professional. You know, I give you guys, you know, some Texans news. And not only that, I am a Rockets insider for the 2019-20 season. So if you are a fan of the Houston Rockets, I am a media credential for the Houston Rockets. So I will be giving you guys some good insights. So, um, so yeah, if you love Houston sports, follow your boy Cody. Don't forget to check out YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Cody will have his podcast the talk all about the NBA. So uh, you definitely want to check that out. Word from the wise. We are the wise and we have words.
DeAndre Carter, I can tell you from experience, if you're not doing your job right, they will replace you. I say that because I also I got fired. So, uh, and the next day was my day off. That kind of <laughs> made me mad. Locked on Texas Podcast, everybody. Y'all have a safe day. Enjoy. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.